Adam, Adam, you are a bottle job. You are. You are, mate. Why have you done that? Why have you done that? Set up perfectly. It's all right, I'll fix it in the edit, Craig. Good evening, everybody. Hello and welcome to the 101st episode of the Long Snapper podcast. And I very nearly said 101th. <laughs> That's, that would have been a great start. And Adam also... <laughs> didn't get that. Craig's internet's frozen. Adam, Mark, <laughs> Russ, Rich and some of Craig are here. He, he was naked. He's put on a Man United shirt. Um, how, how is everybody? Uh, yeah. Fatigued, um, you might sense in my voice that I've got a certain amount of, uh, yeah. You're a, you're Sto- a complete and utter drunken bastard. Some sto- <laughs> some stories, some stories to tell. Put it that way. Um, <laughs> missed you last week. Um, I must we say, you, but we missed you. Well, I know I did notice that, and and I have got a bit of a bone to pick with you all, pretty much, which is <laughs> pretty much the only reason why I'm here. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I I've been wondering what it was. But there I was, uh, yeah, amongst other things. But the um, obviously, I listened to the podcast while I was while I was travelling home yesterday. So I was like a week behind what it, when it was actually recorded. And um, as I tune in, and you start talking about the hundred hundredth episode, and you know all the great stuff that's happened and when you all appeared on the show for the first time and you know <laughs> Doug and you know all these regular people that have been on and I was like all those people that are important eh all, all those, those people all those, that, all those important people <laughs> all we those talked people about that, Martin not you didn't we that's all, all we of those people that may have contributed or even you know edited and all that sort of stuff the only time you mentioned me was when you talked about you doing the uh the production and um at the end when you just mentioned me in dispatches and you know what i you know i was i was traveling home i was i was quite tired and emotional and did you have a little cry i i, I could well have done i was i was close so thanks boys you said that <laughs> i'll tell you what we did give martin enough credit for everything he does do we <laughs> he's a good lad that martin <laughs> I'm, missing. I'm actually gonna talk he's no i'm not even gonna say it yet but he may come up <laughs> does he even listen nah, no, he doesn't <laughs> listen he's not listened since the last episode he was on he definitely even listened to that i love your tubs but it but it but it did make me think about what episode i first appeared on and I think I may have appeared before Adam, because I was um, I was a pet project. And look, look, the pet project worked. Doug invited me on to try and you know introduce somebody to football. And I think it might have been actual episode nine where I first appeared. Wow, episode twelve. It was twelve, was it? I didn't I, go back through I, the back catalogue. But... Yeah, uh, that was three episodes before me. There you go. We should have mentioned that last week, but. <laughs> out of sight, out of mind. Jerk, <laughs> um, let's let's get on with a quiz, and I promise it's better than that quiz I did a week ago. 
Luckily for the listeners, they didn't hear all of it. It it went on a while. Um, I'm going to set a timer for seven minutes, and that's how long this quiz is going to last. It's pretty straightforward. You're, you've all got buzzers, and I've rigged them so that, um, Mark, yours will come up with the sound of you saying your own name, um, so will everyone else's, which is, which is pretty handy. Well, they're all going to say my name. That's useful. <laughs> well, let's, let's, let's see how it sounds. You are going to tell me, for each quarterback I give you, um, you, could, you could buzz in and tell me what year they were drafted into the NFL. Simple as that. This should be if, fun. If you get, Lord. you get a question right, you get three points. You get a question wrong, you are frozen out, and you get minus one. There may be some guessing. There might be I'm, some calculated guessing. I may have not listened to the intro, but I'm going to listen right, to Mark okay. and hope to pick it up. I know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like me to go through it again, Craig? No, mate. I'm, I, I'm, I, I, learn by, I, I learn by doing. <laughs> <laughs> this is up to minus three points. He'll get it. <laughs> right. Are we, are we all ready? Well, three of you are... <laughs> Uh, we are we are going to go, and I'm going to start with Jameis Winston. Rich. Yeah. 2013. Mark. <laughs> Incorrect, Rich. Mark. Yeah, go on. 2015. Correct. You have got your three points. Um, hold on, hold on. Russ, your joint second. But he gets <laughs> he gets three points even after Rich has now got minus one and given him a little bit of a yes. Well, out of all the right. years, he guessed one. Yeah, but he gave you a, he gave you a ballpark, didn't he? Russ, stop arguing. You're basically not losing because I am. <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> you could literally win this on zero. Uh, Derek Carr. Mark. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Mark. 2014. Oh, very good. I've, there's a clear early front runner here. Mitchell <laughs> Trubisky. Craig. Russ. Craig, I think was first. 2017. Correct for three points. Samuel, big face Donald. Russ, great. Oh. Russ was first. 2018. 2018 is correct. That's good. That's bullshit. Next one. <laughs> Robbie Blake Bortles. Craig. Oh, no, this is a minus point, isn't it? Oh, um... <laughs> you get it wrong, it is, mate. Yeah. Uh, 2011? 20... <laughs> no. Mark. Yes. Mark. Mark is next. 2014. Correct. Ah, it's ah, annoying. Garoppolo. Rich. Go on, Rich. 2016. Incorrect. Oh, Craig. Yes, Craig. 2015. Incorrect. Oh, <laughs> so, do I, I don't get a free shot at this. Where did you go? We got 27, 20, 20 what? 2015? 2015 and 2016 have gone. 2014. Anyone going to buzz in? Russ. Go on, Russ. Oh, I'm the only one that the left can the buzz, can't I? Well, Mark Mark can. Well, Russ. Russ. Yeah, yeah. Go on. Let's go 2014. Three points for that. (laughs) Well played. (laughs) Yeah, brilliant. Dak Prescott. Russ. Yes. 2015. Incorrect. Craig. Yes, Craig. 16. Correct. Well done. Uh, scores on the doors. Craig's on four. Mark's on nine. 
Rich is on minus two and Russ on five. Uh, Wait, we... how many points did you lose for a wrong answer? One. So how have I lost two points? You, sh- you should have listened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how have I You've lost got two four. points? You've got two wrong answers. Blaine Gabbert is next. Oh, I don't want any parts of that. Because I've got <laughs> <was> one. <laughs> Gabbert. Fuck it. Craig. Go on, Craig. Twelve. No. <laughs> Rich. <laughs> Eleven. Eleven. Who said Rich? Rich. Was that Rich? Eleven. Said Eleven. Yeah. You are into positive yardage. Well done. <laughs> Cam Newton. Russ. Oh, Russ, I think, was first. Fifteen. <laughs> Craig. Fifteen is wrong. Craig was next. 14. Go on. Fourteen, no. Mark. Yeah. Twenty eleven. Eleven is correct. Well done. Oh. <laughs> okay. Philip Rivers. Craig. Yes, Craig. Uh, 2004. Correct. Well played. Aaron Rodgers. Lockhead. Rich. Rich, go on. 05. Correct. Thomas Brady. Oh, oh, uh. Um. Ah. Prone. <laughs> Anyone gonna have a go? <laughs> uh, it's um Jesus. Is that, that a Mark? Uh, Mark. I, I heard him say Mark. Go on, Mark. Two thousand. Correct. <laughs> Unbelievable. Good good Googling time there. Yeah. <laughs> Jared Goff. Russ. Yes, Russ. 2016. Correct. Peyton Manning. What a guess. <laughs> <laughs> Peyton Manning, anybody? Hmm. No Before, one. My... Before my time, mate. No oh, one's mate. going with that, are they? It was 1998. Joe Flacco. Anybody? That's uh, 2008. We're all being a bit cagey where Mark's got a pretty big lead. Um, scores? You're, you need quite a lot. You're 10 behind Mark. Mark's on, 15. Mark's on 15. Russ is next on seven. Craig, you're on five. Rich on four. Next up, Robert Griffin the third. Craig. Yes, Craig. 2012. Correct. Well done. Matt Ryan. <laughs> Man, them got no bottle. Okay, so that's Rich. late for Matt. Oh, late, too slow. Sam Bradford, Russ, yes, Russ. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, twenty twelve. Uh, yeah, twenty twelve. Incorrect. Anybody else? Rich. No. I'm oh, Rich. Thirteen. Oh. Damn it, uh, mate. I don't know. I'm not even going to guess. I don't want to lose it. Just do it. Okay. It's 20, it was 2010. We've got a minute left. Next up, EJ Manuel. Never even heard of him. <laughs> Craig. Craig. Yeah. 16. Uh, no. Anybody else? Is Mark Rich. still there? Mark's just sitting on his lead, being silent. <laughs> Rich. Yeah. 16. No. Am I a negative yet? Or am I at zero? You at two. I'll take that. Okay. I'm guessing no one else is going to have a go. 2013, EJ Manuel. Kirk Cousins. Uh, 
No. 2012. Rick. Oh, you no, Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> What's the points? Oh, <laughs> you're not well, gonna win. <laughs> it was 2012. Again, Russell Wilson. Craig. Go on, Craig. As the time runs out. 2012 as well. Rich. Yeah, it was. It was oh, 2012. It was um, final scores. Rich, you managed to get two points with your four incorrect, yeah, four incorrect answers and two correct ones. <laughs> Russ, six points for you. Craig on ten, but Mark is going to win on fifteen. And based on the fact that I'm going to edit this thing again, I'm not going to play you any music. <laughs> and, and and he's not here to receive it. Yeah, well, yeah. he's 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 gone amid a WhatsApp message saying, "Lads, back in a second, my three-year-old has gone mental." <laughs> uh, should we, sing, should we sing Mark some music? No. No. I agree. Let him, listen, talk... let him listen back. <laughs> we'll, we'll tell him we did. To some absolute silence. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mark, here's your music. NFL, eh? We've had three weeks of it. I don't know, I don't right. know about you. I'm, my juices aren't quite flowing like they should be. Might be because of Titans the Titans are 1-2. It could be partly that, but I don't know. Ravens and Chiefs, though, if we want to yeah. talk about the game from week three. That's pretty tasty. A couple, uh, couple of QBs who, well, let's be honest, good to watch. I'm just enjoying Lamar showing people that he's actually a competent QB and just sticking it to all those people who are like, oh, he's just a running back he can't throw. Year two, he's doing all right. But he yeah. said in the press conference, didn't he? Not bad for a running back. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Well, it was that, is that whole thing, everybody absolutely shat their pants last season, you know, when Flacco was injured and they were like, what's going to happen? This guy can't, this kid can't step up. And he took a while to find his feet. How many QBs actually hit the ground running day one and go, right, this is what we're going to do. For all we know, it could have been the fact that, you know, the offensive coordinator was put, pulling out all the stops for what he was doing last year. They've worked together a lot more now and more comfortable. And, you know, they the boys find his feet. Ultimately, it was the college knock. He was It was him coming into the draft. Everyone just basically shat on him. Um, and I watched some of his... Uh, some of his film from college um, coming into the draft. I was like, I don't understand why people are shitting on this kid. Like, he's he's not gonna, like he wasn't an Andrew Luck coming out of college, but he, he had a bad like, game in the um, championship game, didn't he? I think is that what did it? Yeah, but one game, like yeah, yeah, I agree. Bullshit. I mean, also, you, uh... get all these, you get all these hot takes of like so-called experts who are like, oh, this kid, this kid's not not good enough. Blah blah blah. It's like. Yeah, but you've got to watch like the two or three years of tape that they've got in total, not just take it on one championship game. Was it a championship game or a bowl game? I can't remember, but I remember he, he had a game. bit of a he had a bit of a stinker. But I agree. I mean, for me, what I like is he is fun to watch, isn't it? You've if you're listening to our podcast, you've seen and heard people talk about this probably <clears throat> to death already and done all the numbers and all that. Um 
I think for me, the best thing is he's fun. Like Patrick Mahomes is this huge juggernaut now. You know, the NFL's new darling. NFL does this. They do it to sell and it makes sense. Um, and, you know, Lamar obviously hasn't had that type of energy behind him, but you watch him and it's just so much fun. You want him to have the football. That touchdown run was just brilliant. Like, obviously, he, he did make some bad throws. Like, that throw across fields where he just chucked it. I don't know how oh. on earth. Um, uh, <laughs> Sneed, was it? He, he caught it. It was really Sneed, yeah. And um, like obviously that's that's silly, but but it's brilliant to watch. It's so much fun. I'll, I'll tell you that all day long. I think he's fantastic. And when you've those, got those things are fine them, when you get away with them, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, when you've got those super athletes running around you, you got to remember everyone at the NFL is a super athlete. The num like they're all there because they are physical specimens. And you watch him run around people and dance and do all this stuff, almost like the games like in slow motion. I just think it's just fantastic to watch, man. It's enjoyable. Thing is, if you've got if you've got receivers that can that can get open, and he's proven now that he can throw to them. Whereas I think for a lot of last season, what for whatever reason, whether he wasn't seeing it and that's an experience thing or whatever, he was making those scrambles and he you know he almost turned himself into a you know uh, a, another running back, didn't he? So well, like I say, with that with, they were, belt, to start with, they were using him a bit like the Saints used Taysom Hill. Like it was, he was coming in oh, for the trick plays. Yeah, and you, you know, you you had. I remember laughing at the Ravens with their Flacco lined up as wide receiver. <laughs> just tapped his foot, just watching, and, <laughs> or turning his back on it more more likely. But then, yeah, he came. He came in. He did. Yeah, he didn't get the full season. He didn't get the reps. He was he was seen. I think by the team initially as a bit of a a gadget trickster. Yeah, and then he was for, and then he was forced in, and it was almost like he wasn't whether he wasn't trusted to make those plays in the air, or he wasn't confident enough to make those plays over the air. So he just went, you know what? I can use my legs, and I can get through gaps, and I can, you know, and I and I can do that. So everybody then just assumed, oh, that's that's what Lamar Jackson's all about. Like I say, he's now had more time to work. With with the back, you know, with with the sort of backroom staff and and prepare his game and work with the team that they know is going to be his team. But also, the game plan has to play to his strengths. After he came in, it was Flacco's team. They're That's two I mean. very different, yeah, two very different quarterbacks. So less about like you. I think so. A lot of what I'm taking from you're saying is like he's had the chance to improve, and I agree with you. But equally, the team has had to. Get the adapt. most out of his skills. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, the O line's got to adapt. Everyone's got to adapt because it's a new leader. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. a hardball with a dual threat quarterback, so it could be good fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, <laughs> and the other thing is, you've got to remember that the um, like it, to your point, Russ, reps in preseason, he just wouldn't have been getting the reps that Flacco was getting. Um, and and also, there's an element of you look at who they had at wide receiver last season and who they're using now, Marquise Brown is their number one receiver and he's a rookie, right? Yeah. Like there's, there's, there wasn't anyone there. Like you think about who you're trying to throw to. It's like, no wonder he was scrambling and then just running. And bear in mind, you know, Mark Mark Ingram's doing a a decent job as a legitimate running back as well, isn't he? So he's, Mm. he's, he's not having to worry about all of these different things. It's all laid out for him. So he can just be that leader. 
Yeah, that's true. Actually, they didn't have a decent running back last no. year. And Ingram's great. I I don't understand. Like he seems to get massively underrated in fantasy. I think I picked him up in at least one or two leagues, and he'd fallen to like the third or fourth round. I didn't pick him up, and I wish I had. He's been a phenomenal in this. Dude, is, is this one of these things though? Because Ingram, I don't think did much wrong at the Saints. They just, just didn't suddenly get had him, Kamara. But, he, yeah, but he's exactly. not. Yeah, and he's it was like, Kamara, oh, he's not as good as Kamara. But that doesn't instantly <laughs> make him a bad running back. That just means yeah. he's sharing, he's sharing the workload. He's and so not he's... a flashy running back. He's yeah. not a. He's not a blow your socks off with a like two or three dazzling plays every game. He just gets. He knuckles down, gets four or five yards of carry, touchdown or two. But but that's what you want. You want that consistency at running back. And for a team like for a team like the Ravens are now. And a quarterback that is the style of Lamar Jackson, that is exactly what he needs. Someone like you, Drew Brees, that has been around for time immemorial, has got this wonder kid in Alvin Kamara that he can hand off to, he can throw to, they can do all sorts of flashy things with him, as well as several other weapons. He Lamar Jackson's now got this like workhorse back that he can just give the ball to and almost know that he's going to pick up and get him a, you know, second and six, you know, that's fairly consistently. And that makes all the difference. That's the other thing is that Ingram's sneaky good at, at actually being a receiver. Mm. Like he's, he's very good at like those kind of six, seven yard dump off pass yards after catch. Like, <clears throat> you know what else I like about him? And somebody who's better, well, not better, but who I've just tried to Google and I can't find it. I, he's only lost to Kansas, right? Since he started. I, well, this season, yeah. I don't know about no, the end. No, including, so when okay. he came in for Flacco last year. Well, he lost a playoff game. To, to Kansas, was it? Oh, was that? To, oh, okay, right. I'm with, it, sorry, may, it might yeah. not have been, but I know, or maybe it was regular season. I don't know. I'm just saying. Are they, off, do they miss the charges? Mate, off the top of my head, I don't remember him losing many games. Given that yeah, what's yeah. probably got eight or nine, so I, I just I, I I think that's a that's a I, I love winners, especially when he had a, a lot of pressure uh, and a lot of doubters. Um, and that team does look. You have to think. Let's be honest. Like since you know Ray Lewis in his pump, Baltimore's been a pretty dead team. It's not interesting. Like if yeah, but, yeah, if, yeah. if if Beemore were on the telly, you know you're not you're not going to watch it but how many of us thought oh that's a, at least that get, certainly us Sky um, subscribers how many of us thought thank god there's a good game to actually watch you know and um, as, as te- I mean I do, I do love Brown but I think I think I think he's brilliant quite frankly I really like him the, but, the Baltimore aren't going to play KC every week so they're uh, yeah. I can't see any way they're not going to be there or thereabouts um, they win that division they should win that division should, yeah, yeah yeah definitely Oh, if they, if they don't now, looking at how the the Steelers are imploding and how the well the the Browns aren't what people thought they were, arguably, mm. um, they, yeah they if they don't win <laughs> if they don't win that division, something's something's gone wrong. KC, I mean, we're talking talking about the AFC and New England and that pedestal of theirs. They're looking good. I mean, they, I mean, it's it's early days, obviously, but. Three and zero. Kansas City don't seem to lose at the start of the season. Still defensively shit though. They seem to have they seem to have flipped it on its head this season, where their secondary is a little bit better than it has been. Actually, significantly better than it was last season. But their defensive line 
can't get to the quarterback. Mm. So they don't have the pass rush having lost D Ford and um, what's his name? They're like the the, Houston. the mid nineties Newcastle of um, <laughs> yeah of the NFL, where you know what will just score more than you. I just want to see Andy Reid do a Kevin Keegan. Yeah. Oh, just a Bella Belichick. I'd love it if we beat them. <laughs> Belichick, he's talking all this stuff in the media. I'd love it if we beat them. Bill Belichick's not talking anything in the media, is he? No, no. <laughs> he was just staring down women. <laughs> that was weird. I mean, he's a, hor- he's a horrible, horrible. Man. Even for him, that was that was weird. Yeah, I mean, what, does, what the fuck does he expect? He signed a guy who he knew carries this baggage, and then he kicks off when people ask him about the baggage. Mm. Don't be a prick. Do your fucking job. No, the <laughs> coach would get away with that. No, and and he shouldn't get away with it. No other coach would do that. <laughs> that's that's the bottom line. Says everything about that organisation. Do you want a three four minute Patriots rant just to annoy the uh, knickers matters guys? <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Mark. You've, you've already said too much this week, mate. Yeah, <laughs> just just in the quiz. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> we shouldn't. Right, I know. I know it's tempting, but we shouldn't do things just to annoy knickers matter. In fact, they were nice to us last week. Let's give them a let's give well, them a shout out for that. Um, thanks, Jack. Thanks, Steve. Um, don't thank Jamie. He wasn't there. He didn't say anything nice about us. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> so, Stop uh, being on the podcast has nothing yeah. to do with that. He, he was on there. He just chose to not speak, probably. And it was still let's, too much. Let's cheer Jack up <laughs> even more. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> let's cheer Jack up a bit more. The Giants seem to have somebody who looks like, in a week anyway, that he can play under centre. Yeah, maybe they don't win that game. Well, obviously they don't win that game if the Bucks kick a field goal from two yards out at the end, but the, he kept them in that game. He gave them the lead. He looked great. I, I also Dare don't I think they get, I also don't think they get anywhere near that game if Eli was still playing. Yeah. No, that, no playing. way. No, no, definitely. It did feel like the Bucks shot themselves in the foot, but I did enjoy particularly his two running rushing touchdowns. It's been a long time since I've seen a Giants QB uh, do any kind of anything more than a moderate jog. <laughs> he looked good. He looked good in preseason, though, didn't he? It, the guy looks like he's got talent. And it's I do like it when people that come out the draft and everyone ridicules them and boos them from the start. And then actually they turn out to be, oh, so as it turns out, because he's not fashionable and because he's like the only QB that everyone wanted in that draft, Kyler Murray, because he's not him, you're going to boo. Oh, actually, you're all pricks. It's, it's funny you should say that. that. Really good. It's funny you should say that because what I can't remember who it was. We were just, while you were otherwise engaged, we were just talking about Lamar Jackson. And it was a very similar, it was rich. It was a very similar um, situation with, with Lamar Jackson. And, you know, now Daniel Jones has got a shot. Um, why not? There's yeah. a narrative around the draft, though, that every, everybody gets... You, know, you get draft grades by somebody 48 hours after a draft happens. Nobody really knows until years down the line. You know, if, if I'd had a penny for you know, the amount of times you hear, oh, the teams that passed on Tom Brady, he was taken in the sixth round. Yeah, New England passed on him five times. It's a load of bollocks, isn't it? It's just, you know, New York Giants wanted him. They took him. It's working out for them. All right, I've got it. Unpopular opinion. 
<laughs> you think he's shit, don't you? I, I, I'm not having it, mate. Not yet. Like I'm okay. happy. I'm happy to be proven wrong. I'm happy to be proven wrong. But this one's got. The I don't Matt... think anyone's saying he's the next coming. This has got took, the yeah. Matt Flynn written all over him. Like, oh, wow. Um, that <clears throat> people are making that. Like, and I, listen, fair play in it. Like, fair play to the man. And I've always, you know, I've said it time and time again. Winning is a metric too. Like you have to consider winning, and he won the game. Fair play to the man. No one, everyone wrote him off, mugged him off. Basically, guy got mugged off the hardest. Like so, fair play. No hate coming in after Eli Manning, clear legend. Like no hate at all, at all. Yeah, but I can't get away from the fact I'm not having him. I just you people are making a lot about them them runs. I'm faster than him. I'm not. I'm, he's not. <laughs> that, 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 was that, no, forced, that forced was down no at the end. There was electricity. No Everyone was just nowhere near him. He didn't breeze in. He had a, the parting of the Red Sea for that last running touchdown. I'm. I'm sorry. Like I, he made some good plays, um, and he won the game. And I think there's a massive pension on winning. Um, but Tampa missed the field goal from 30 yards to win the game. Like they shouldn't have been in it, they they were fair enough, but the Bucks he's nowhere near convinced me yet. I'm not having him as this. I don't know this heir to Eli, mate. Give it four weeks. The Bucks were the Bucks were like terrible in the second half in that game as well. They should have comfortably just pulled away from the Giants and not even let them have any of it. They jetsed it up. They jetsed it up. Yeah, I think. <laughs> I think <laughs> the thing is that if you. Like at least they're injecting some level of hope. This is this is a franchise where they've just watched the decline and death of Eli Manning over about three seasons, and they've they've suddenly got something to get a bit excited about. So I can't I can't hold that against them. But and I, sorry, God, Rich, sorry, I hear you. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah, but equally to that point, it was a perfect situation to it for him. Just like Matt Flynn. Like, listen. I'm not. I don't want to say. I'm not hating in it. We're just. Ha- we're having a discussion. We're. We're just trying to evaluate where he is. <clears throat> no, you, you'd have Eli start week four. No, I wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> no, listen. I wouldn't. And I think. But that's the point. He had an absolute perfect situation. He fumbled two times in the game. Like perfect situation. No pressure at all. And it's a bit like. Like the David Moyes thing, in it. Following Alex Ferguson was the worst thing that could happen. But he didn't have to be the guy to come in after Eli. They benched Eli. McAdoo benched Eli, and we saw how that turned out. Like it was ridiculous. They've done that. They were ready for a new quarterback. Perfect situation for him. No pressure. Great game. He definitely gave them juice. Pepped them up. Was on it on a high in it plenty of like ratings and respect for that mentality wise cool but in terms of what he showed us his abilities i'm i'm not com- there's not enough there like his performance was shaky no i don't, I don't think anyone here's saying that the giants are going to go to the playoffs on the back of him yeah we yeah they've they've yeah obviously they've only beaten the bucks but you know to to me it just it just felt like someone said hope you know where where you've watched you've watched Eli just not do anything for a year, two, three, however long it's been to see someone just a bit dynamic, taking a few chances. As of right now, that's all you want to see when you, you, your team's been there. As of right now, he is a far better quarterback than Eli Manning. Thanks Mark. (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) 
How long have you waited to do that? <laughs> um, what I will say is, um, for positive news for him as well, is it would be um, Golden Tate coming back from suspension as well. That will give him, hopefully, some experience to throw to as well. <laughs> I, I think he's got a good situation in terms of receivers. He's got Evan Engram there. He's got Shepard look good in that game. Like he's, I, I don't think that's going to be an issue. Saquon can be, you know, a useful comfort blanket for him. Well, not um, for he's going to be out. Well, when he comes that's back. Gonna, gonna I'm, I'm thinking more in the longer term than like next week. Um, the, the biggest issue for him is how long it seems to take him to make a decision. Uh, Craig mentioned the, the fumbles. He had two two sack fumbles, basically, and those were both caused by him standing around in the pocket, not really being aware of where the pressure's coming from and just not having... Not doing anything. Pressure. Not even moving. Just yeah. standing. First game, for crying out loud. Give him a chance. Yeah. 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 That's First game in the league. That's the question mark. Yeah, fine, I mean, that's fine. the one question mark, is can he get up to speed for the NFL over the course of this season and then push on next year. A lot of, a lot of quarterbacks, he's talking, you know, when you come out of the draft, he's saying you, you're not going to see what he's really like until second, third, fourth year. Yep. And I think writing him off after one game, a game that he won, seems a little bit, a little bit harsh. I'm not writing We're him off. We're the long saying, That's what we do. He's going to need to... The headline from this part is Rich and Craig slam <laughs> and no. Jones. No, no. <laughs> Bring no, back Eli. Like Daily Mail me, <laughs> mate. Uh, <laughs> I'm just evaluating his actual performance. That's all. Forget the, the sweetheart story is great. Guy won the game for sure. But if you're evaluating his actual performance, if you watched what he did... Yeah. Well, you know, 20, 23 of 36, 336 yards and two touchdowns, no interceptions. You take that for two, game one two, and save, save delivered. Two fumbles and the team missed a 30-yard field goal to win the game. Any, anyone can fumble the ball. I'm not going to... That's, I mean... No. That, I'm going to hold a quarterback. I'm not gonna that's literally back. not what you're meant to do. Don't... Guys, if you play American football, don't fumble the ball. <laughs> but you also didn't throw an interception in game one. Over th- An over-300-yard passing game yeah, sure. The Bills haven't had one of them in three years. Sure. Look, he did all right. He did all right for sure. He did all right. I'm not hating. So, him. so, so let's take the positives. We're, we're not up. We're not smashing him up. But you know, we just got to be level-headed about this, surely. There we go. That's what I'm saying. Tell them. You've, but you've just killed him, mate. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> so what? If he's on a waiver wire, you're taking him. Yeah, and I don't think 100%. he's on many more waiver wires. Not me. <laughs> I, I go you. get go get your big face back. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I need. Mean. Yeah, at, at least come at back least Sam. Daniel Jones hasn't kissed herpes since mm. the start of the season. This is true. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't know what to do. Guy looks like he sits <laughs> playing with an abacus. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. From an Let's offense. fucking do it, guys. Okay, Daniel. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> There's so uh, much hate for Daniel, for Daniel Jones uh, in this I'm not even this hating on him. I don't so much hate. I'm not hating on him. Shout out what to him. would Jay-Z say about this? <laughs> <laughs> not to say. We wouldn't understand it. <laughs> 99 problems, but the Jones ain't one. <laughs> 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 understand that, Mr. Big Chest. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. Well, the Giants are going to go and play Washington this week, who themselves look like 
pretty much the second worst team in football. I saw I saw a tweet which quite amused me. Um, the problem for the Redskins is that unlike what on earth's that noise? That's Daniel Jones. He's turned uh, up at Craig's house. Yeah, <laughs> he's livid. The problem for the problem for Washington is that unlike Miami, they're not trying to tank. So yeah, they looked absolutely abysmal. I've got to say against Chicago, whose de- defense is phenomenal. Yeah, um, you say that, but they've got Case Keenum at quarterback, so they're not trying that hard to win everything. Well, what well, playoff quarterback Case Keenum from two years ago? <laughs> yeah, but that's the Vikings. Well, you know, it's it's. I sort of disagree that they're not. You say that you say they're not trying. I mean, I don't also don't think we're necessarily going to see Case Keenum all year. You know, they've got a rookie quarterback of their own um, who will come in at some point. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we haven't seen him play badly in a winning cause yet, have we? So nothing, nothing to hate just yet. The Chicago D, though, was what I wanted to focus on. It's, well, as good as people thought they were. And I still don't think Trubisky could win a game by himself. So it's, it's just as well they've got that D. I honestly think even Trubisky playing at his worst, that D is going to win enough games for Chicago to at least be a playoff team. Well, it's a Fangio coach D that Chuck Pagano is now in charge of. So it's never going to be terrible, is it? And I don't think they lost anyone, did they? They got better, didn't they? I mean, I'm yeah. assuming Russ can tell us. Yeah, obviously they've they've kept everyone pretty much from last season and and got a little bit better. <laughs> the spirit in the camp hasn't been altered at all. What they're doing is they're they're trying to keep a, a level of uh, fluidity in in that D, so that uh, they're not upsetting the apple cart too much. <laughs> Let me um two things just quickly, Adam. I'm not letting. Uh, I'm not letting you have a pop up my man Mitch like that, blood. Firstly, yeah, because oh, actually you don't rate Trubisky. Uh, right, I don't know if I rate him, but I will tell you what I did think is that that offense looked good. Now I'm not saying it looked great; it got put in some fantastic positions, but it made the most of those positions. The play calling. Uh, was when you consider what was happening on the other side of the ball, I thought the play calling was <clears throat> fantastic throughout, and Mitch delivered, and they they were difficult things he had to do. So again, were they? Were yeah, they though? Absolutely. I mean, okay, cool. We had a you know that walking touchdown, and that shows you how good the scheme. Um, so uh, <clears throat> the scheme. They, was. they should they should have stuck a fifty burger on Washington. Uh, I don't think you can. I don't think you can say that at all. To be honest with you, I, I think that <clears throat> Washington had little glimpses. Um, Norman got put on toast. So he's he's old and shit now. Trubisky, yeah, I think Trubisky looked. I think Trubisky looked good and he did his job. And um, I think he's getting a, a way more criticism than I than I, I think, think he deserves. I don't understand it. He's doing well, what he's meant to do. Trubisky in the first couple of weeks held back the Bears. In the, the first game, especially against was it the Packers they played first, he was terrible. Couldn't couldn't hit a cow's ass with a banjo. He was proper shit, and he held them back. He's going to have 
ups and up up games and down games, and he was he wasn't terrible in this one. But I do, I think the Bears are a team that they are a a consistent functional quarterback away from being a Super Bowl contender. Yeah, but I, I can't I'm, I'm see totally him winning. I cannot see him winning a Super Bowl with him at the helm. And there, there are worse quarterbacks that have won Super Bowls, but that's just something about him that I don't trust him to deliver in the playoffs when it matters most. I just don't think he's he's good enough yet. I think that's wow. You take so, so wait 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 wait. You tomorrow, yeah, every man. Tomorrow, you take you got Trubisky or Jones. Who'd you take tomorrow? Neither of them. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't hang my hat on either. But to be honest, no, I one or the other. Jones, Rich, Jones for his ceiling. Russ, Trubisky's in year three. He should Trubisky. be hitting his stride it's now. It's getting worse. Russ, I, I'm taking Trubisky. Add Marcus Mariot. No, I'm. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> we'll come on to that in a minute. No, I'm taking Daniel Jones. I want to see their numbers at the end of the year. Fair enough, first year, third year, obviously. But I just think I think Trubisky's going to yeah, be. Don't a... forget, Daniel Jones also doesn't have the field position. In the yeah, that's it's exactly single yeah. time. Yeah, fine. He's and the play call position. I mean, what? Uh, I mean, Bears they pulled out a diamond formation and shit. Like I just loved it. It was so. Uh, what's the word? Innovative and functional. Like it. So they, should, that... they should be a team that is winning games. Easily, that, that with, defense with is ridiculous. Got. That yeah. defense is ridiculous. Like every single play, one of that line is wrecking the play. Every play, it's just mad, mad. Do you see that big, uh, the 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 false fumble from Khalil Mack, where he literally just takes, basically try to actually like he swipes it, but he actually tries to just pull it out of his hand. See, Mack and Mack and Trevathan watching yeah. them, it's yeah, just mad. an absolute treat. My my absolute favourite play from that entire game was the one where Danny Trevathan starts to make a move and then looks across to the other side of the line like he's like, oh, there's something going on over there. And the guard literally stops playing. They just runs past him and sacks the quarterback. It's amazing. <laughs> Go and find it on the highlights coverage if you can. It's so good. Look like, over I've there. I've never seen someone do that before where they're just like, oh, look over there. And then, <laughs> and then go and sack the quarterback. <laughs> yeah, I have was, kids that don't that even was, fall that for that. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from from Trubisky, it's about time. It's about time I did this. I haven't talked about the Titans yet this year. I don't particularly want to. Um, but, yeah, you, yeah, you do. Thirty uh, seconds. You got thirty seconds. No, well, 30, thirty seconds isn't going to quite cut this. Um, it's all about it's it's time to how long is it going to be then (laughs) we've got eight minutes left of this podcast yeah yeah yeah. that's that's how that's how this works yeah it's it's eight minutes eight minutes left of an indeterminate infinite podcast russ is tired ladies and gentlemen marcus now i've i've i'm alone in this podcast, I would say, of being, of believing in him at the start of this year, I think that's a fair assessment. Uh, I can just imagine I'm... Adam penning this with a quill. Sorry, I was going to say, if you, I feel like you've written Jesus, this down. This guy's ready. This guy's about to tell us a novel. Shit, it's been sitting at a candle lit wood oak desk. <laughs> he started it with his name. You know, feel a bit, Marcus. Be Marcus. I'm to you. <laughs> If 
<laughs> You're not helping, chaps, but I wouldn't expect you to. <laughs> this is about as angry as I think I've ever seen Adam right now, interrupting his speech. <laughs> he's not I know. But he does it to everyone. <laughs> he's, not, he's not new here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. This would be filled with Partridge uh, references had the shoe been on the other foot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Also, Mark's interrupting too much. <laughs> the thing, the thing is that what Marcus's detractors forget, probably because they haven't even watched it, is how good he was at the start. You know, 2015 around a pretty terrible team, which ended up picking number one overall in 2016, or it would have done if he hadn't traded it away. Um, to 2016, when things looked a bit better, he was a tremendous player that season. And were it not for suffering a catastrophic injury on Christmas Eve 2016, the Titans would have probably been in the playoffs. Instead, I don't think for the next two years he was ever quite fit again. So in my heart of hearts, and I I know last, last season, which he played most of, from week one, suffering that weird nerve elbow stinger thing. He was never quite right. So I just hadn't forgotten what he was and what he could do. And to me, coming into this season, that's kind of what I expected to see more of, assuming he could stay free of injury. He's put on a few pounds deliberately to try and make himself a bit more durable. Um, he's still got, I think, a lot. Yeah, that's my excuse too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Deliberately gain weight. Yeah, but he's, st- he's still got a lot of these attributes. But what I'm seeing of what we saw a bit last year when I'd kind of excused it for a bit of injury, he's missing some strange throws. But actually much more important than that is he doesn't seem to have the awareness of what's immediately going on about him. He's been sacked 17 times in three games, and I would put 10 of those at least on him. Now, so there are some Titans fans out there that are, yeah, there are plenty of Marcus Mariota apologists. There were, there were far fewer than there were a couple of weeks ago. And there are, there are those that will tell you that Arthur Smith isn't, isn't calling a good game. Yeah, I get some of that. There are those that will tell you that the O-line's not functioning. Taylor Lewan is suspended until week five. And yeah, I hear some of that. But a lot of this is on Marcus. And you probably wouldn't, you wouldn't think I'd be saying that, but I am. And he, he's just, something isn't right in his head. I don't know what it is. But is he's he taking done? sacks. He's is taking he sacks. He's taking sacks because he can't move because he's put on those extra pounds to be more durable. Well, <laughs> no, he, can, he can move. He can move. He can throw the ball away. He can do anything but take a lot of those sacks. There was a sack against Indianapolis that he took when I think we're, we're driving down the field like one, one decent score ahead. The Titans kick a field goal. We probably win that game. He took a sack on sort of third and five that set us back 10 yards. You know, that that isn't something that a smart player does, you know, regard, regardless of regardless you, anything else. So, are I'm, you just realising now, Adam, what everyone else has known for about two years? Guy, no, I, I, don't know, I, I don't know who he thinks is Marcus Mariota was. Guy's talking like Marcus Mariota was Patrick Mahomes two years ago. So it is, it, what is, that, no, what I'm is, not. This is no. That's here we go. Here we go. Come on. <laughs> I'm not having that. Yes, he was. He was. He was Patrick Mahomes, was he? <laughs> in 2016, and you will was, see a different player. 
It was Pat no, Mahomes. I'm having that. Watch the tape, Craig. <laughs> no, no, that's the other thing. All these people that reckon they that don't watch. Nobody watches the Titans. No, nobody out there watches them. True that. <laughs> They're all experts on everything that goes on. They're all fuckers, aren't they, Adam? <laughs> they ignore them. They're all this, fuckers. This is the most incredible rant. Yeah. And, and it's been the, about ten minutes. What, what's, what's funnier is is how quickly you can get onto everybody's hook. This is the most amount of nibbling I've ever seen, especially from you. Thank you. I think. I don't think. You know, it's. I. I'm trying to be honest about the fact that. Oh, yes, you've got more. The, I genuinely didn't hear that, and that's probably for the best. Looking at your face. Um, Bring his face into it. <laughs> I don't think there's anything. I don't think there's any point being smug about this with me. You know, I, I'm seeing, I'm seeing a team with a huge amount of potential, possibly falling apart based on the fact that. So is it Tannehill time? <laughs> See, I don't, I don't know. I don't think it is because I'm not sure what that achieves. Um, and Tannehill's probably not the future if you want to be. Sorry? Is Marcus the future? Well, mate, don't encourage him. No one gives a shit, Adam. (laughs) (laughs) Don't just, just, just. At least Marcus hasn't been kissing herpes. That I'm pretty confident. (laughs) (laughs) Just you ignore them, Adam. You carry on, mate. Yeah. Done. Oh, I'm mate, done. he gave me he gave me thirty seconds to talk about my jets. Do you not remember what he did? Talk Fuck about that. your jets for ten minutes every week, regardless. Uh, <laughs> <I don't> even... <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, he was he was Patrick Mahomes. It's a it's, it's a shame. I want to hear whether Steve thinks this is still too much, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see Patrick's pie chart. <laughs> is that a euphemism? <laughs> <laughs> I think we probably. all want to see a bit of Patrick's pie jar. <laughs> got, got nice and dark. All right. Um, so we're going to talk about teams that are worse than the than the Titans. Yeah, let's do that. Who's the first? Who's the first head coach to get the chop? Case. Yeah, could be. See, I think he's got excuse with the injuries. Nah. I think that. No, he does. He does. But we have to have. We do have to have. He has. To, it has to get better. You yeah. can't do what we're doing. If he goes and it, there's every chance, bear in mind that we go zero and six, zero and seven. Look at if you look at our schedule. So <clears throat> it's his first year there, though. But it's, but it's not yeah, just the record, is it? It's the whole like and ten and and have gone backwards. Given what we did in the off season, and you know you can't you can't go we can't go backwards. I'm not dealing with another three four years of Todd Bowles underperforming mediocrity, hoping that something's going to come together. There's none of that. He, 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 I'm happy to give him time, but he's got to improve it immediately. I'm not going... If it's 0-10, start, get, start interviewing. And it's, it's the whole, like, it's, you know, it goes right back to the, to the press conference and the looking around in the weird way to the, <laughs> uh, to the fact that the fans didn't really want him and were really underwhelmed and the fact that he's Under coming off putting it mildly yeah remember what we said on this podcast the, yeah and coming <laughs> off the the fact that he was really underwhelming with the dolphins um it was it was a strange appointment in the first place if the record's really bad 
Um, yeah, injuries haven't helped, but the thing is, if it's if it's, it's, if it's to, awful, to me, it's such a bad into... hire. Yeah, like it it's, is. It's such a bad hire. But if you make the hire, you've got to at least give it a chance to pan out. What's the point in making no. a terrible See, hire? I, 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 I actually think that's a, that's not the right attitude. If you're gonna stick, well, what with are it, they thinking though? Yeah, exactly. I I think if you're gonna that's stick what? with it, then. <clears throat> I, I get what you're saying, like to give people time and whatnot, but we need to see why we're giving you time. I don't think it makes sense if after six weeks, eight weeks, it's clearly not working. We've we've got a lot of. Um, Are we talking about Solskjaer now? Well, you could make the comparison. Not, <laughs> yeah, I'm not sorry, even being funny. You you literally <laughs> could make the comparison. At least with Solskjaer, you can see that we're building towards something. I'm not. What has he? He we haven't improved. We haven't improved. If anything, we've been worse at times. Like, I'm not... I don't want him. I don't think... I don't know. I actually haven't spoken to a single Jets fan who said, this is the guy. I've not, spoke, I've not so, spoken to him. I've not seen anything on any type of media. Um, so, I don't, if we do not improve... If things improve, fair play. We get a win here. We get a win there. Cool. Get in, boys. Thank God for that. Um, but yeah, United falling it up. We, um, yeah, no, that's that, Oxford. That was, that was Oxford United, United against West Ham. United are one all, Craig. Oh, in, that in is penalties. annoying. <laughs> I thought I just saw United. That's annoying. <laughs> oh, Sorry, Craig. Oh, mate. We've been taken oh. to a penalty shootout by 17th in League One. And the player that was saying the player oh. that equalized Rochdale is 16 years old. <laughs> fair play to the lad, though. Yeah, fair play. I don't mind that. That's obviously shit. But sorry, play. didn't didn't mean to interrupt you, yeah. Rant Craig. I was just amused at West Ham getting absolutely spanked. And yeah. we couldn't. Imagine getting a rant interrupted. Yeah. I can't. I can't. I can't <laughs> it, it must have been me. Any, anyway, Mark. That's enough, please. Um, <laughs> yeah, Gase can Craig. Go. I think. I think the thing with the Jets is that I. I wouldn't be surprised to see Gase go at the end of the season, but I don't think he'd go before the end of the season. And yeah, the, the one the one team that I think, or one of the teams that I think could fire their head coach before that is the Bengals, because yeah, Taylor was entirely out of his depth there. Yeah. And he was, what, a QB coach before? I just I just think the Bengals are... I was going to say the, ben, the Bengals are, they are a shit show. And that was where I was going. If you, if you were going to ask me, I would say Zach Taylor. I'll give you, I'll give you a name, Jay Gruden. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Defo. That's who I think. He's the most sensible. I think he's the lock to go at the end of this he's, year. He's he's had he's not a f- three games into the job. No, yeah, like, he's like had plenty of, of time. He saw the demise of RG three. Get him out of there. See, I think I think Jay Gruden is one where he's still got a wild card in his back pocket, which is throw the rookie QB in and hope for the best, and maybe you get enough wins to stay. But he's on. How long is he on IR for? No, Haskins is good to go. Oh, Haskins. Haskins. Sorry, Haskins I'm, th- I'm thinking. I'm thinking of Lockett, Denver. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, no, Haskins available, and I think he just throws him into the mix if you know if they get another couple of losses and hope for the best, and maybe that works, and maybe it doesn't. I don't see how it does. I really don't. I think because <clears throat> you, 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 so you had that obviously during the game <clears throat> the other day where you're thinking, do you, do you put Haskins in? Um, I think it was, you know, they're 28 nothing down or something in the first half. I don't think you do. I, I really, I mean, I think if you get to week six, maybe week five, if they've not got a win since, 
then you maybe chuck him in. But at this, I don't, I don't see how, given his history and the quarterbacks he's had, because we can't. He's had, he's had quarterbacks. He gave Cousins money. Like yeah. I, I, I don't. I, I think unless they go un- undefeated between now and the end of the year and have some sort of miraculous playoff run, I think that man is gone. Yeah, I think they'll pick up some more wins, though. I don't know that they'll stay at... I don't know that they'll get less than a couple of wins. Whereas I can see the Redskins going entirely... Like, maybe Miami and the Redskins getting zero or one wins all season long. But the Dolphins are deliberately tanking, so I don't think they fire their staff. Yeah. No, I can't see... I, yeah, I don't think he's going anywhere. No, Dolphins, fine. Gruden. What about the, what about the Steelers? Uh, injuries, nah, injuries you can't. coming out. Yeah, I, I'm just, just. I think given what but there's we know been, about there's Antonio been a lot Brown of dysfunction now, there. Given what we know about Antonio Brown now, I think actually Tomlin probably did a fantastic job <laughs> yeah, keeping yeah. that shit together for as long as he did. Imagine Big Ben and Antonio Brown. <laughs> like, what'd you do with that? That's a mess, isn't it? So, I think he's probably done a great job. I've got really mixed feelings about him and the Steelers because. Uh, Whilst I don't necessarily think you should get rid of Tomlin, if you do, you've got to wonder who they're going to get to replace him. But conversely, with the talent they've had, with the amount of wins that they've had in the playoffs under Tomlin, like recently, it's really poor considering they had, when they had like a prime Antonio Brown. A crazy Antonio Brown. Well, but still, you know, still putting up the numbers that he was. Um, With the talent they had on offense and defense, the quarterback... The, and all the positions were filled, this should have been, been a team that wasn't just winning regular playoff games. It was winning regular Super Bowls, but they got nowhere near it. Yeah, but he did have he, a Big Ben multiple injuries. They lost Shazier. Um, obviously, AB's a mental case. What's the other safety that went? Like... I think he's had a tough run, particularly... And I know I can get the... I think it's reasonable to question him... His recent record, you know, but I do think now we know what we know. I think that the Steelers have somehow managed to steer a reasonably straight course. I think you get, if he if this year goes as bad as it continues to go, he's on the hot seat for for sure come season opener next year. But I don't think you move on from him now, given the circumstances there. I, I think, think Steelers. I think I... I think the Steelers have to decide whether he's the man to do a rebuild there because they've got some pieces in place. Yeah, yeah. that's that's Mason it. Rudolph. It's almost like the time has come to for them to yeah. do something else. Big Ben as well. Mason yeah. Rudolph was drafted as Big Ben's replacement, so he's got you know this season to show whether he's capable. And I think at that point, at the end of the season, they decide is he the guy? Do they want to move forward with Tomlin? I think all that stuff happens in at the end of the season. Yeah, mm. I, and I think they'll stick with him because the Steelers don't change head coach unless the head coach leaves. I don't think Tomlin will leave. And to be honest, I don't necessarily think there's anyone out there that's better than him. Agreed. I think he's probably got another two years to do a rebuild. And if it doesn't work, then then he goes. Yeah. He's probably earned that right. That's fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Got, shall we, got, shall we look ahead? One more. I've got one more for you. Uh, okay. uh, outside outside contender that Adam's not going to like. I think Vrabel <laughs> might be on the hot seat because I could see by the time you they get to You want me to, to talk playing... about this more? 
<laughs> by the time they get to playing the uh, the Bucks and the Panthers, they might be one and six. And what happens then? If you look at their schedule, I don't see him picking up another win between now and then. Who do you think you are, Adam Rank? <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do, Rank? That to be right all this time. He, yeah, what a genius he'd be. Right. What an absolute genius. Rick. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he, I think he, I think the Titans could lose every game for the rest of the season. I don't think they would get rid of him. Yeah, and and people still wouldn't watch or talk about them. <laughs> <laughs> but they'd all know that they'd all know more about Marcus Mariota, wouldn't they? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to next week, week four. Oh God, we've not even talked about next week yet. No, well, we're going to talk. We're going to give them the each game a detailed preview that we've become accustomed to. Should we do that? Yeah. <laughs> Russ, you're not <laughs> taking part in this, are you? No, I'm not. <laughs> but I, I'm sure we'll hear your voice as we go down. I like hearing his voice as I go down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that vision. <laughs> I'm all right with it. It's everybody listening. And I'm worried about. Uh, they already know. Let's 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 do this. Philadelphia at Green Bay. Shaky Wentz travels to Green Bay to get a lesson. Would it be surprised if he ends up on the treatment table after this one? Tennessee at Atlanta. No one cares. <laughs> <laughs> Washington at New York Giants. With Saquon Barkley out injured, seeing if Daniel Jones can build on his impressive first performance is literally the only interesting thing about this game. LA Chargers at Miami. The stuttering Chargers get back on track against maybe the worst ever team in the NFL. Oakland at Indianapolis. Jacoby further solidifies himself as a starter. Carter continued to try to prove he isn't one. Long night for the silver and black. Carolina at Houston. If the, Dex- if the Texans O-line can keep Deshaun Watson alive, they should have more than enough to beat the Panthers at home. Kansas City at Detroit. The Lions have been a surprise package so far this season, but that stops this weekend against Mahomes, playing for the first time in an indoor game. Now there's a stat. Cleveland at game. Baltimore. I did give it to you. <laughs> Cleveland at Baltimore. <laughs> Anybody? Oh, God. <laughs> That's you. Good one. That's, good That's one, you, man. Adam. It's you. Oh, I don't think I've ever done that. This is the podcast where Adam learns to edit. <laughs> <laughs> this is the podcast where you see what really happens in the one sentence previews. <laughs> Cleveland at Baltimore. Oh, no one cares. New England at Buffalo. Three and nobody Bill. cares. Nobody cares, Mark. Nobody <laughs> cares. <laughs> it lasted. Tampa Bay at LA Rams. Who would be a Bucks fan? This week they'll be shooting themselves in the foot against the Rams. Seattle at Arizona. <laughs> the Cardinals' new shiny offense just hasn't really clicked yet. But short of Russell Wilson, I don't fancy the Seahawks to do much at all. Cards to win an upset. Ooh. Minnesota at Chicago. Defense! <laughs> like that. Jacksonville at Denver. 
Is Gardner Minshew just a moustache or can he play? The Broncos are there for the taking if he can. That was the only one sentence preview I'm going to do, it turns out. Dallas at New Orleans. High-flying Cowboys head to Teddy and New Orleans. Plenty of fun in this NFC clash. That continues to shine playing for that contract. And finally, Cincinnati at Pittsburgh. Mason was smothered in his first start against the quality Niners D. This week will be a real show of what he can do. There we go. They are your flawless one sentence previews. <laughs> I must say, obviously, it's um, Ravens at Browns, isn't it? Is that, what, is that what you lost your head on already? Yeah. But it's, it's actually um, a really interesting game. Browns, Browns, Ravens. Browns at Ravens. Last year's, you know, great white hope against this year's star quarterback so far. Do you want um, to hear my one sentence preview for it? Go on then. Go on. Go on. Do it. This AFC North clash nah, is no, terrible. Come on, Adam. <laughs> Act like you've been here before, bro. Jesus. <laughs> Craig, why don't you go first with your any other business? Cool. Um, so, uh, actually, don't bother. Someone else. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because then I'm going to leave. <laughs> going to sulk your way through the rest of this podcast, Adam. He is. He's been sulky. He's been sulky now for 20 minutes. Right. Sulky host. <laughs> Fantastic. The steam coming out of his ears is a good way. Um, no, I'm going. I'm going, Ross. Fuck off. Oh, you go on. Um, I had a, a, um, like a little moan on Twitter today. Look, the, the boy was disappointed and all the parents out there <clears throat> know that seeing your child upset is like shit in it. Worst thing. <clears throat> anyway, uh, a couple of people just checked in. Like, oh, it's all good. It's no big deal than that. But obviously, when he's upset, it's not cool. Um, and something happened today. And I've got an I've got a list. Yeah, it's like the best people I've I happened to meet. And it's funny because I've actually kept it in my mind for a while. The, the number one guy on this list and the best person, it's a weird thing. It's actually like the nicest person, but generally it's like a criteria because I thought about it in, in preparation for AOB, which doesn't typically happen. Is it, is it Doug? That's why we have him on. You'll be surprised to know that no one on the Long Snapper podcast has made it. No... Doug's, Doug's like in the in, in like the UEFA Cup places. He's just <laughs> down there, yeah. not quite making it. No, no one's making that list. Um, <laughs> but the general list, like, it's like the criteria. It, it, it was like the nicest person, the nicest people I've happened to meet. Like in general, just like what's cool about people being generally kind, honesty is important, strength of character, humility, that type of shit. And I remember this one guy, Liam Wilson, when I went to school. Yeah. And he's he's on the, he's number one on the list, and the reason he's number one on the list is because like when we he's my age in my school we didn't really know each other too tough but we both were fairly big characters, and I'm not ashamed to say he's a good looking guy. One of them guys was just generally good at everything, but he was also like hard in it. Like he was one of the hardest boys in the in the school and rare tear tear. 
He had every reason to be a knob, but he wasn't. He was never an arsehole to people, not just like his pals or me or ever other people who would be competing for that. He just wasn't a dick. If you fucked about it, punch you in your face, but he wasn't an arsehole. He didn't have to go around acting that way. So he's like number one on the list. Number two on the list is this dude called Pablo, who was like, like one of the olders when I was growing up, who was again, had a lot of respect, but treated people in a nice way. And I'm pleased to say there's a new person who's made number three on the list. And that's our man, Patrick. Everything that man seems to do or say comes across with such authenticity, such, such, such genuineness, like without any bullshit. Seems like the most, one of the most genuine people I'd happen to come across. And he was one of the people who just nothing big. Just say you cool, hope everything's fine. Shit like that goes a long way. Shout out to my man, Patrick. I've got a lot of respect for you, a lot of time for you. Um, yeah, appreciate it. Well said. Love that. Yeah, he's, he's a good and I also, also hope, you, hope your boy um, wakes up tomorrow and has a much better day. I'm sure he will. Thank you, mate. Um, in fact, you're not, I'm, you're I'm still getting on the list. You're getting on the list. At least I'm ahead of Doug. That's all I want. <laughs> Um, I'm going to go next because it's you've sort of led me into what I wanted to say. And it's, well, it's you mentioning Patrick and it's on Twitter, like he's seen your tweets and and responded to them, right? Um, and that's like a really nice thing that's come out of Twitter. And I don't see much of that anymore. Um, just it's it's more of a general thing, but Thomas Cook um, has obviously collapsed and we we are all aware of that. And I just saw something that just sums up Twitter at the moment and the the bad side of it. And it was basically somebody complaining that they're three grand out of pocket because they booked a holiday, not out of pocket, but their holiday is going to be ruined because of what's happened. And someone comes back with, what, how dare you moan? You could have been, you could be a Thomas Cook employee. No, the the guy's not, having a moan because he thinks he's so he's i don't know more entitled than a thomas cook employee he's having a moan because his holiday's ruined that doesn't mean he doesn't feel sympathy for someone who's lost their job you know it's it's just keep it keep it in perspective and it's just like a every every little tweet or every little thing there's somebody out there who's trying to pick holes in it or wants to get just some one-upmanship on it I think yeah, that guy was probably because... that guy was a bit gutted. I think because the week before um, he'd lo- he'd obviously lost three grand in his holiday, but the week before he also got sacked from his job. He was a delivery driver for Iceland. Uh... <laughs> 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 and apparently he'd been caught um, doing something in the cab that he should have been doing. <laughs> That's brilliant. That's that's the best that's the best callback to any any callback in any podcast ever. <laughs> well played. Well played. <laughs> Russ, you're desperate to go next, so you can leave, aren't you? So I'm gonna make you go last. Uh, I thought that might be the case. <laughs> Mark or Rich? I I can go. Um keep Russ here right to the end. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> so uh I am getting made redundant from my job, and I'm not am a delivery driver for Iceland. 
No, no. Surprising, surprisingly, not anything related to Adam. He hasn't. No, Rich is going to get severance pay. Um, not, not obviously on this podcast. Not looking for any sympathy. I'm looking for. Okay. I basically got a couple of months where I don't need to do anything, and I want ideas of things to do. Have you, so have you got gardening leave, or yes, yeah, so they have to legally do a con- consultation period. So I get a month of. I got to check in once a week on a Thursday afternoon just with my boss and his boss to for them to like tick a box and say, oh, yeah, we're trying to help you find something new, blah, blah, blah. You know, that bullshit where they know I don't want to find something new with the business and they aren't actually looking for anything for me. But we have to have a conversation. So we'll probably end up chatting about the NFL. Um, and then at the end of that month, I've got a six week notice period, but they're paying that out rather than making me work it. So. With all the nice. Brexit stuff that's going on, I don't know that a lot of businesses in the kind of tech industry are going to be hiring much. So I'm just going to take off like the rest of that time. Uh, and so I want ideas on what to do. So hit me up on Twitter or tweet at the Long Snapper uh, and tell me things that I should. Don't do that. We don't check it very often. No, I'll, I'll just check. I'll just check the handle. Don't worry. <laughs> you guys don't need to do anything. <laughs> but yeah, I want to hear like ideas, shit that I should be thinking about doing now that I've got. Like this is the first proper time I've had off work since like 2006. I am Sweet, literally no, envious. Yeah, it's not right. being made redundant. Obviously, that's bad news. No, it really isn't. Um, I was I was probably going to leave within a year or two anyway. So you got your I hope they don't listen to this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we, we, could, we, we, could, we could probably check. <laughs> Pretty sure that if they started listening to that, they won't be. They won't have got through this far. <laughs> no, they'd have got to the Titans rant and then just just turn it off again. <laughs> so thanks, Adam. You you've done me a favour there. There you go. I'm 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 all selfless. <laughs> <laughs> right, go on, Mark. Um, so it'd be really immature if I cut across you right now, wouldn't it? <laughs> you carry on, mate. Um, rugby World Cup. It's, I always find that I, I, I do I like rugby a lot, but I always find the pool stage of the World Cup like sometimes a bit of a difficult watch because you get a lot of a lot of one-sided games. But when Uruguay won today, the interview with Juan Manuel Gaminara, um, Uruguay was it was unbelievable. It was such a moment in the tournament and in sport, just the passion that's in his eyes, the emotion that's in his eyes. This is a team that wasn't fancied to do anything in the tournament, um, to win a game against Fiji like that. This is a moment that is going, it's going to help the sport in that country so much. And I, I absolutely love the interview. So if you haven't seen it, go and have a look at it. And that's proper, proper passion for your country. Can I just add to that, which is to say, this time last year, or in the autumn of last year, Fiji played Uruguay at a wet and windy Kings home in a midweek match. So they played in Gloucester, and Fiji won 70-something three. Yeah. It just shows what, what it means, World Cup preparation. Know what yeah. you got to do, Ur- execute Uruguay it. can't do it on a Tuesday night in Gloucester. Yeah, yeah maybe not. <laughs> yeah. Indeed. But it's, it's well worth, if you're if you like seeing the type of reaction that and how sport matters um it's it's proper emotional it's it's a really 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 good on the pitch right after the game interview and the guy's speechless he's got tears in his eyes 
And um, yeah, fair play to him and fair play to Uruguay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolute pride. That's why we like. That's why we all like sport for that kind of thing. Isn't yeah. It? Yeah. I, I want to talk a little bit about the Rugby World Cup as well. That's I, I was going to talk about my golf trip for the last week where I've been to Portugal, basically pissing it up for an entire week, and now I felt horrific. Um, but I'm not going to talk about myself. You know, contrary to popular belief, I don't really like talking about myself. But how um, many marathons have you run? <laughs> check, 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 my, check my Twitter, mate. Yeah. Um, what, what I will say is about the Rugby World Cup, and it's it's kind of a wider point on. rugby and sport twitter and twitter in general where people just like to fucking say stuff not because they genuinely believe it just because they want to cause a reaction so a lot of people talking about player welfare um that you know they don't care about these people do not care about the players whatsoever they've got no interest in in the physical and mental well-being of the players doesn't make them bad people i don't really care about owen farrell as a person why would I? Why would I? Right? He is a sportsman of an England team which I follow. But people going, oh well, you know, we've got to protect the player safety. We've got to protect the player safety. No, mate, you've not got to do anything because you're not involved in rugby. It's up to work. It's up to world rugby to solve all these issues. And what world rugby seems to be doing at the moment is bowing to all this fucking Twitter nonsense. And you know, it will be sooner than we. He's probably been through the NFL already pre-social media with all the concussion stuff is over, uh, I can't remember whether it was Sunday or Monday, Tonga played, oh, that was Fiji versus Australia. Uh, and an Australian guy um, made a, an illegal tackle, Reese Hodge, who the tackle was then looked at by the referee on the field. And it was then looked at by the TMO who both said, no, nothing wrong with it because the player dipped into it and that was it, right? Okay. I've watched it. I don't think the player really dipped into it. He led with his shoulder, I think. Shoulder with contact with head. Anyway, there's a sort of technical jargon, but it should have probably been a red card, you know. But both the referee and the, the, the team at the time said no. What's happened subsequently is Twitter's gone mental. Prayer Welfare Brigade are fucking wanking themselves off. And... World Rugby today have banned Reese Hodge for three games after he was cited for foul play. To me, cited by social media. So, well, that's what it feels like because World Rugby have only cited him. They wouldn't have cited him otherwise because the incident was dealt with on the field. So the whole point around um, the citing commission started off with acts of foul play that weren't covered by the officials on the day. So in effect, what all World Rugby have done is undermined both of those officials who both looked at that uh, that that event and both came to the same decision. What should happen then is, right, okay, take those referees to one side, say you might have you might have made a mistake here, you know, learn from it, but we're not going to fucking hang you out to dry in public. What does that say to those guys now? Then next time, this guy's, you know, it might be a smaller incident. He's just going to get his red card out, potentially spoil a very good game. Well, that's the thing. Poor leadership, watching. isn't it? Just stop throwing referees that. under the bus. And they, they were saying on the commentary that it was kind of borderline yellow and red. And I, I honestly think if it's on that borderline, you probably do uh, with the yellow. Because yeah. otherwise, like you say, you're ruining, like, that's it. The rest of the game is going to be one-sided. 
and that and that's the point. But you know, the the overarching thing is the the federation throwing their officials under the bus when they're trying to make them improve. Mm. You make them improve by coaching them in the background, not hanging them out to dry in public. Yeah, agree. Yeah. So okay. yeah, that's that's it. Anyway, England tomorrow. And if you are a rugby fan and listen to this, uh, and this happens to be out before half past eight in the morning, check out Love Sport Radio at Love Sport Radio, an online radio station, a uh, bit like Talk Sport but with less pricks. Um, <laughs> apart, Wait, but apart you're going to be on it, right? Apart from tomorrow morning when I'm going to be on it at half past eight talking about the Rugby World Cup. Are you going to be awake at half past eight tomorrow morning? Yeah. You look start, like you're going to sleep start, for three days. I, I start work at eight, so. <laughs> <laughs> You realize Nobody, everybody's hoping at, <laughs> at BT Open Reach Cornwall. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at whatever Yorkshire, Iceland. yeah. Oh. I was trying to think of Plusnet, I was trying to think of another broadband provider. I couldn't, <laughs> other broadband providers are available, yeah, and you might. <laughs> They have employees that don't go on the radio. <laughs> I don't know why that tickled me. It's not like I wouldn't do it. Uh, right, that'll that'll just about do it, I think. Oh yeah, I think we've, I think everyone's well had enough by now. <laughs> I I certainly have. <laughs> thanks to the four of you. Thanks to you Anyone for listening. Yeah, um, we Can will be back. <laughs> we will be back next week uh, go well everybody Later. go well cheers bye bye